What's up? We got ourselves another episode of the best rocking podcast, baby. Your <laughs> host, D-Money. And Big Taylor. What's up, my brother? Man, a whole lot going on in the world. Man, man Kentucky just beat Florida, man. That's crazy. I still can't believe that. Dude, man. Dude, I tell you what, man. The world is crazy. It's going to keep spinning and we can't stop it, man. I just need to know, are you ready for five minutes of hot Duke? Uh, I just had my five minutes of hot Duke, but I'm more than happy to spend <laughs> five minutes with your hot Duke. If you, if you, so, <laughs> so here's what the segment's about, man. Oh, okay. Like, like, listen, if you want to sit down and take a hot Duke while you're listening to the quick five minutes of hot Duke, that's fine. So that is good use of your time. I agree. Yeah, man. Like if you're going to sit down and take a hot Duke, listen to five minutes of hot Duke with big Taylor. <laughs> All right. Surf's up, bro. A man in New York City died early Saturday morning while subway surfing on the J train on the Williamsburg Bridge. Now, the motherfucker was riding on top of this fucking thing. He was like, I'm going to go surfing. And then another train was coming the other way and he got hit by it. Splat. So speaking of tough waves in sports today, the tide rolled in again. Not just their bandwagon either. Number one, Alabama thumps the number 12 Rebs of Ole Miss. 42 to 21. The number two Georgia Bulldogs oh, 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 chased down some hogs today and had an all out barbecue smoking the number eight ranked Razorbacks 37 and net. Cooked them. Dude, some team named Stanford defeated the not so mighty Ducks of Oregon in oh. overtime 31 to 24 in overtime. Man. If the Ducks beat Ohio State, what does that say about the not-so-Big Ten? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, this just in. Cincinnati has a college, and they're ranked number seven, and they just whooped the number 13-ranked Fighting Irish of Notre Dame 24-13. Get out of here. Now, the Fighting Irish is going to be saying, Hell Marys and Our Fathers for such an unforgivable sin. <laughs> oh, but I, I still bet that them and Ohio State still get into the college playoffs somehow. Sure, it's not rigged. We believe you. Anyway, so, also Michigan and Ohio State played today against some junior varsity teams and really oh. put it to those kids. They really oh. put it to those kids. They did. They put a hurt on them. So. When when the reporters from the best working podcast, you know, we got reporters that were on the scene today. We so do. Our reporters asked the Michigan's coach Jim Harbaugh how he felt about his team's performance today. He said, "Quote: Thank God we don't have to play down south." Them dudes, <laughs> and then then he ended his quote with, "Them dudes is tough." But anyway, <laughs> Halloween's almost here, so. I would like to say a couple things, man. That, that did you know that candy corn was originally called chicken feed? Nah, uh, it it still is, right? No, no, no. It was really like it's called candy corn. <laughs> like you didn't was... hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, candy corn was originally called chicken feed because it 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 was it looks like corn. And corn is what they used to use to feed chickens. So they just called this chicken feed. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wasn't chicken feed orig like the original chicken feed? 
No, like, listen, candy corn that you get, that you pass out in Halloween, that, that everybody gets, that nobody wants, used to be called chicken feed. Okay. But it came after chicken feed, right? They named yeah, it after yeah. chicken feed? Yeah, because it looked like what you would feed chickens. Chicken, you know, so they were like, call that chicken feed. I that didn't, like that. That didn't pick up too well. So it went to candy corn, and then that market took off. And now you have what we have today. Dude, speaking of candy, did you know that Skittles last year was the top candy during Halloween? Skittles. I Yeah, I believe that. So what were the two that followed right behind it? What do you think? Snickers. It was Reese's Cups. Oh, fucking of course it was. That's my favorite. Why did I? Yeah. And Starburst. Really? I'm not a big yeah. Starburst guy, but Reese's? My favorite. So, what do you think was the top Halloween costume last year? A ghost. Dude, you're close because ghost was in top five. Okay, here's the top five in order last year. Witch, vampire, cat, Batman, ghost. So, here's what I got to say, though, man. They've got to be polling a bunch of little kids because you ain't ever actually been to an adult costume party because the number one outfit is slut. It's either going to be <laughs> it's either going to be slut nurse, slut bumblebee, slut nun, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't think they get categorized as slut. You know what I mean? Because like you're either a nurse hey, or but I but get that, what I, that, I, was, <laughs> that was five minutes of hot dogs with Big Taylor. That's all the time we got for hot dogs. I mean, not hot dogs, hot duke. Hot duke. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I love the new ad, man. I, I love that. It's a, that's that's a great, the great little segment to start the show. I love it. Man, now we got to get our boy Stanley Steamer back on here. He's coming back. Dude, I, 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 I can't, like, but I, I can't I can't not have this guy on here, man. Like we say, Stanley, we need you. He shows up. Shows you know up. what I mean? I mean, I, I don't I don't know any other way to say it, man. Now I need to fucking text him and tell him I sent him a fucking <laughs> a thing. Like saying, hey man, he'll probably be better of me. Let's see. Sent. I, I just got another uh about twenty minutes ago. I just got another request for somebody to come on the show. Who? I can't reveal the secrets, man. Oh, man. There's more to come on the next week that you don't get to learn today. We're keeping people in suspense. I love it. That is marketing genius. You, you got to have them coming back, man. Dude. Got to keep them coming. Got to keep them coming, man. Dude. I hope we get Stanley on here, man. I mean, I, he did it the first time, so he knows he the did. procedures. But you got to remember, once again, Where's he from? Ohio. I, I still think, look, look, okay, okay. So I'm, you might be confused. So I stole, I, I don't, I don't credit him with the West Virginia anymore because he he lives on the river in Ohio now. So he don't technically live in West Virginia anymore. Wait, so he don't even live in West by God, Virginia? No, he lives in West by God, Ohio. I told you fucking last time. Man, so you're wait. So does his kid even play football in West Virginia or is it Ohio? No, didn't you see the text earlier? I said that it said Ohio. Oh, Dirt. There he is. We got him. It's the 
Stanley Stamer in the building. Oh we was just God. talking about you, man. That's so man. fucking weird. You just pop up out of nowhere. I just pop we up went, out of nowhere. We went from a hot Duke to a Stanley Steamer. That's right. Dude, man. So, once again, we're glad to have you back, but I just learned that you don't even live in West by God fucking Virginia. What the fuck? <laughs> well, uh, I moved due to tax reasons because taxes are so high in West Virginia. So I moved to Ohio. Like I literally can see West Virginia from my house. So huh. okay. that, that sort of counts. Yeah, yeah. It's, it does. That means something. The only thing that, that separates me and West Virginia is the river. I guess that's like people on the border are like, yeah, we're close enough. Yeah. 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 We're Americans. Yeah. We're damn near here. Yeah. Same thing. We're Americans. Yeah. Same thing. Oh, man. Well, hey, man. Dude, I'm so glad to fucking have you back. Last time you were on the show, we had like 82 bajillion plays. So good. I don't know what the fuck you did. I don't know if you like went out there and stood on the side of the road and, and like handed out like, like, like little scantrons to where people could like just get on our show or I don't know I just what. Heckled people until they started listening. <laughs> podcast. It's a podcast. It's here. a podcast here. Dude, we went from nine countries to 10 countries when you were on. <laughs> For real. We are now in 10 countries. Did you guys know that? I had no idea. I, I did not. But awesome. that, is, that is great. France is our newest addition to the to the family. Fouchois. Yeah. That just made that shit la, up. They say Viva la best rucking podcast. <laughs> That's it, man. I don't know what else to tell them. Yeah, we just lost all of our listeners in France. Going, all hey, of our listeners in France. Yeah. Hey, Fouchois. That means fuck you in French. <laughs> hey, but uh, so so anyway, Stanley the Steamer. Do you have some hot steaming questions you would like to ask tonight? I have a few questions I'd like to ask tonight, but uh, is, uh, you want to start off with this, or how, how do you want to go about this? <laughs> let, let's Man, start, want, start it off. Fire away. Fire away. Just start popping them off. Let, let's go. All right. So I've got some questions that are pertaining to the minds of terrorists. And how they think and operate, and see what your guys' opinions are about it. So, like how does one operate? No, how their mind operates. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So this is, you know, this could be a domestic terrorist, I guess, or, you know, a foreign terrorist or whatever. But the question is, what do you think of a foreign group invading your hometown, and how would you respond as, I guess, a domestic terrorist at that point? So you're talking like. Some real life Red Dawn shit happening. Well, kind of. Or I'm talking about, you know, us going somewhere and them dealing with us in their village. So it's like kind of, <laughs> kind of flopped, you know. So them, oh. somebody coming here and us dealing with them. So like, if people were kicking indoors for for like their government had sent people kicking indoors looking for what they consider terrorists here. How yeah. would we be acting? Okay. Right. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead, D Money. What do you think about that? Uh I think I would respond the way I would the same way I would respond here. Um, get the fucking gear ready, right? Let's hunker down and get ready for a fucking fight. I mean, they're not gonna come in my home. Like you're gonna get shot at. Like you're getting shot straight through the fucking window. Like if I see soldiers marching up to the house, 
I'm calling everybody I know. Of course, not all, the, all of them had cell phones, but um, I guess I'm just going to yell from my fucking rooftop. They're here! And then I'm just going to start fucking shooting. <laughs> the them. British are here! The British are here! <laughs> I mean, that's that's all you can do, right? I mean, like, you're not just going to let them in. I wouldn't fucking let them in. Well, I, mean, I mean, so I, I guess I can't blame anybody for shooting at us because i mean i would do the same thing given the situation damn yeah yeah what about you so, taylor uh, all right so um since we're in 10 countries i i can't fully give away exactly what i do because they might be listed they might be like <laughs> oh shit like oh shit that's what he's gonna do well we already know what D money get the roof when d money comes out <laughs> yeah so so with me i like um let's just say I don't have an AK-47, and that I uh, don't know how to use it, and that um, I have a bunch of magazines that are fully loaded right now, and and I don't, and so I don't know, I don't know what I do. I guess, but anyway, you got any other? <laughs> <laughs> you got any other questions? <laughs> uh, you know what? I didn't, I didn't think about that, man. I, I know most houses at least had one weapon, right? right. But there were there was some that that didn't have anything. I guess you're just fuck but i guess if you don't have a weapon you don't plan on resisting anyways right right yeah right. so some of those i don't know if you remember but some of those houses that we went into over there their weapons were from the russian invasion so yeah. they were really old you know rusted up yep but i'm sure they could still be you know used but they were in pretty bad shape <laughs> yeah yeah, if you had something like that in your house, you'd be like, yeah, this is from my my great 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 grandfather, <laughs> and it hasn't been shot in like eighty years. Yeah, this this takes a ball. <laughs> Man. All right, so that's that's interesting. Now I have another, and this is this is a super serious question. That oh, it's, no, it's not really, but okay. the it's how can the Taliban have such elite goat herders but the afghan army can't do freaking jumping jacks mm, great question have you seen the videos i have not seen the videos it, it's not just the afghan army it's the iraqi army did the same thing yeah, yeah remember guys, when we used to train those guys man yeah and, they and, can't do a damn j- jumping jack to save their lives no man <laughs> can they not no no well, no, no. See, now we had when we had the special forces guys, they were squared the fuck away. You know what I mean? But yeah, like yeah. when you would have like the regular, like uh, the guys that we had to meet up with in the middle of the fucking towns and shit, those motherfuckers couldn't fucking do shit, man. They couldn't even get anywhere in time. And remember, they used to say shit. Well, I, I don't know if you guys were ever out with us when we go to pick them up and shit, but like, because um, remember, Taylor, go drive that goddamn blah, 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 blah. So I had to go pick <laughs> these fuckers up all the time. And so they'd be like, meet at this location. We'd have like a grid location that we're supposed to meet up at. And we'd be there at, you know, 0815, and, which is, you know, 815. And so uh, these fuckers would show up at like 1130. And we'd, you know, sweating our balls off. And we'd be like, fucking Ben. And they would fucking, <laughs> and they would be like, if God wanted us to be here on time, we would have been here on time. <laughs> there, there comes the accent. <laughs> Where's it been, man? Well, you got to keep that going. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you guys do you guys ever remember having to rely on the 
uh, Iraqi police force and their timeliness. Oh, I don't remember their timeliness, but the army police, any of them, like I was never impressed. You know what I mean? Like over here, that would be like the fucking laughing stock, right? Yeah. They like they won't even make it into the military. You'd be like, no. this, like these fuckers can't do anything. They don't. They don't even want to do anything. They're like, oh, you're gonna make me put a suit on? Okay, I'll, I'll put the I'll put this uniform on. <laughs> I'll, I'll play. I'll play cop today. Yeah. Yeah, but but we don't really want to do shit. We we just want to do it for some weird fucking reason. I, I don't. Guys, I never understood. Those guys were so corrupt over there, man. The police force they worked with the terrorists left and right, man. Al Qaeda or whatever. Those guys were giving them information. They'd call them and they would they would let them know that we were in town or whatever. And then that's whenever all those people would start creeping out of the out of the hillsides, like Taylor said before. You know, yeah. it's like. Where do these people come from? How do they know we're even here? I mean, yeah, we yeah. did drop down in a lot of hot zones, but some of those places, it'd be uh, cricket, cricket, second day, all hell yeah. breaks loose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, but, man, you know, I mean, the 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 Iraqi army, uh, before we got there the first time, and then the ones that we trained, uh, not all of them, the special for like look, Lieutenant Ali, you my homeboy. I hope you're listening to this and you ain't pissed. But the rest, <laughs> he the knows. rest of them, he knows the rest of them though, like man, like this is their like you don't it's not Arabic that they're speaking, it's it's a, a specific for for this region of, of people that it's a it's a it's a language that's universal and you you guys might understand it, you've probably heard it. They they know how to say it, it's a chant they do it, it goes. We surrender. <laughs> right. Like so like that's all they know how to do. Like fuck, man. We train well, them up, give them everything they fucking need. Then the enemy gets there, they go, Hey, here's all the shit the Americans gave us. What do you want us to do? I was always confused, man, because you know, obviously, you know, you have a lot of like suicide bombings and you know, there would be some of them will be willing to put their wives and their children. Uh, um to die and it's like but it, 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 it's like they picked their battles like they had their moments where like some of them were like super courageous and was willing to die or even give up their child which to me it's it'd be harder to give up my kid to die than for me to die you know what i mean so like they had those moments but then other moments are like yeah no we're fucking pussies like i didn't yeah. i never understood it yeah like well their regard for life their regard for life is way different than ours. Third, third world country, man, they, they're lucky to even have running water, you know, and we have all the amenities in the world over here. So their regard for life is, you know, if, if they don't have enough food to eat, not everybody's eating, you know? So if you starve to death, it is what it is. So it's, yeah, I, uh, I don't you know, remember, man. It's, you remember how fucking hot it was over there? Oh, fuck. Like, yeah. like, remember, like, it was just like, hey, this is what life is like over here. We don't yeah. have electricity most of the time. We don't have television most of the time. We don't have running water ever. We don't have flushy toilet. We got to go out to where all the flies are. It was sitting on your fucking face and eating your sweat <laughs> while you're trying to take a shit in a little fucking hole that you got to use the little brush to push down the hole so that you don't have to look at your poopy poop. And and then these motherfuckers are like like I, I bet you ain't gotta pay them too much to fucking get them to want to join the fucking suicide team. Like, right. I, I bet these motherfuckers are like, 
I do it. Like, like, I know we weren't asking you. No, I do it. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the thing about the, the thing I'm the, the thing about the heat was like I didn't mind the heat. You know, we have we have heat here, but over there the difference was you had hot fucking water. You know, because you take the water out there with you. And then you're out there for a day, and after a day, like that water just gets fucking hot. So then you're like, you're drinking hot. You're like, I don't even want to drink the hot water. Hey, and leave that shit on the rooftop out in the sun accidentally while you're on guard, and then be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna take me a drink of water," and it burns your mouth. You're like, "Oh, fuck!" Ah, ah. You know what I'm <laughs> oh, hot tea. Yeah, and the word, and and it's like, what do you do? Because you like, you can't pour water on it. It that's what caused the burn. Like, fuck. <laughs> Oh, you put you put some noodles in and it starts boiling. You're like, yeah. oh man, motherfuck that fucking fucking place in August though. Fuck. Oh man. yeah, man. Hey, I had a I had a watch that would tell the temperature, and I was out on one of the rooftops. I was in the shade, but I stuck the watch in the sun, and I swear I think that thing went off at 160 degrees on that rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how? <laughs> No one of those people wear sheets all day. Their skin would just boil off. Oh my god, dude! Like you know, because every dude wore a man dress. You know right. what I'm saying? And I used to be like, "What the fuck, man?" Because you know, it's a big. It's basically what uh, compared to like in America, we call it a muumu. Is what these these dudes are wearing. What all the dudes are wearing, like a white or a gray or a beige muumu, and so. But they would never wear underwear because remember we would have like the detainees like back at the at the at the fucking camp like at our fucking base at our little compound and shit. And did you guys ever have to watch the detainees back on our compound? No, no. Oh, oh, I hate y'all sometimes. Oh, that was another. <laughs> that was another thing that we do. Man, fuck, dude. So anyway, there was like this little spot we had. You remember our little twenty foot walls and shit? We had like this one little spot that was like a prison inside this little place. That we that had like three cots, and and a very small fucking exit way to get out of this place, and there would be a chair by the exit way, and that was my chair. I'd sit there and make sure the guys didn't go past the little spot, and there'd be like two of us or whatever in a chair. And then so every now and then, when one of them had to take a shit, we had to walk this motherfucker to the portage on right at fucking gunpoint with a fucking M4 to his goddamn brain, and you know be like, here, go take your little shit. And so, you know, you got to hold the door open and watch this dude shit. You got to watch him. You have to watch. You got to watch this man shit. And, <laughs> I, and listen. I, I've you, never you seen a Hodges shit, look, I promise you. Look, you might think right now, it's not too bad. Because, you know, we had to do that basic training where you basically got to watch each other's shit and whatnot. No, no, it's not the same. Because this dude, instead of sitting down on the toilet, has been trained his whole life. You don't do that. So he stands up on the fucking toilet. Yeah. With his feet on the fucking seat, and he fucking squats, and you you watch all the shit come out of his butthole. Every <laughs> bit of it, you watch it, you watch it. Oh, oh my god, it's terrible. It's, I fucking hate it. And he does. Oh my god, I'm a puke. I can see it. I can smell it. I can see it. I can smell it. It's hot. It's hot. It's 160 <laughs> degrees. Stanley said. And this motherfucker, yeah, that's hot, Duke. That's the fucking hot Duke. That was five minutes of hot Duke. And man. This motherfucker, when he gets done, he doesn't take toilet paper and wipe his ass because they don't do that. No. So he takes his hand. I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. This motherfucker, he takes his hand and he wipes 
his fucking ass with his hand, just runs it through there, just pulls it right up through there. Oh my god, I'm a puke. And then he takes a bottle of water, I'm a puke. And pours the fucking water on his fucking hands to get the shit off his fucking hands. Hot Duke! Man! And hey. Oh hey, I God. got a hot Duke story. You I've think that one. motherfucker didn't want to kill himself? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, anybody listening from First Platoon will, will should remember this clearly. So we we went in, searched the house, pulled all the people out. Well, there was this crazy lady that kept like screaming, you know, in, in Arabic, and obviously none of us know Arabic. But she's sitting there screaming back and forth, whatever. She's like going crazy. And the Terp is finally like, hey, man, this this chick's got to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, so? Well, anyway, she hikes up her dress right in front of all of us and drops a log. But I'm telling you, like, (laughs) the thing was like 18 inches long come out of her. God. <laughs> it looked like an exorcist or something. <laughs> no, hey, she did the same thing. She did the same thing. She took her hand, wiped her ass. Oh god. And then I went, Oh man, these are the same people that's making this pita bread in these ovens over here and then oh. handing it to you. Oh no. Oh man, I just ruined everybody's vision of pita bread now. <laughs> hey, no, I ain't no fucking hand sanitizer in Iraq. I can no. probably do that. No, no, sir. Oh man, hey, yeah, man, same thing, man. Just watching that is, uh, just watching somebody take a shit like that is just disgusting. Hey, dude, and look, these fuckers. Uh, look, listen, that's it's the way that they that they have like they have no other choice. No They've bullshit, no bullshit. You go out the fucking the palm groves and you take some <laughs> some leaves off the fucking trees, or you find some grass or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Wipe your ass with something. Man. You got something. Listen, it's just a different, like, it's a different world. Like, it's crazy, the different culture. Like, the way that it can just be so, one side of the world is this way and the other side of the world is this way. It's crazy that, man, two-thirds of the world actually squats when they shit. You know that? Yeah. But we've been here for thousands of years, Taylor. But we're in the You can't third. find a way to wipe your ass after thousands of years. No, they it's think you. that we're dirty. They think we're dirty for using shit to put in our ass. I'm not putting <laughs> shit in my ass. I'm putting shit across my ass. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen. To each his own. In his ass, on his ass. They call the particles that we that, that, that from the, the, the toilet paper. It's not. It's not. Like natural and blah blah blah, blah. and I and I'm like, yeah, grab some leaves. Hey, like, if we really want to save the fucking world, let's start sending shipments of toilet paper to Iraq. That would that would be fucking justice, right there. Dude, you are that is. Listen, I do not agree with you at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, one, they would just use it to like like decorate their house with or something because they wouldn't use it to wipe their ass. Two, have you not noticed the fucking shortage we got over here? <laughs> fucking toilet paper? Like, send it to Big Taylor. Like, you know send it to Big Taylor. Yeah. Hey, listen. Not too long ago, D-Money was talking about dude wipes. You remember talking about dude wipes on here? Uh, I love dude wipes, man. Use listen, them every man. day. 
my my wife just recently bought me some dude wipes. My first time ever using dude wipes in my entire life. It is fucking with some fucking minty fresh. My butthole is minty fresh all the time now because of dude wipes, man. Dude wipes, I fucking love you. You don't have to pay a shit. That's your free one. <laughs> <laughs> You're free. You hey, ain't, clean. ain't shit free on here. No, no, no. no. You, yeah. you, you owe us some more dude wipes. Yes, yeah, yeah. all dude wipes. Send, send me a pack of dude wipes or... You send listen, me a fucking pallet, all right? Listen, listen I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to keep going back to them because, man, I, I ain't ever going to use regular old baby wipes now that I know my butthole smells minty fresh. Thank you, baby, for letting my butthole smell minty fresh. <laughs> but anyway... Well, we need to move on from the butt situation. Uh, do we have to? Yes, we have to. Okay. Hey, well, hey what's, Taylor. What's next? What's next? Taylor. Yeah. Let me ask you this: uh, Have you been uh, you've been eating your gummies, or are you high right now? I have been, and I'm glad you said that because I have one sitting in my cup holder, and now I'm going to take my second one. So this one more, uh, one more. This was is a black cherry indica. It is fucking delicious, fucking tasting, and it makes me very fucking. Uh, I don't know how to but happy. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this, this leads up to my in-the-terrace mindset. So this is the third and final question, and then we can go move on from this. But while but, we're – He said butt. You said we were moving from the butt. <laughs> and then we're back, back on the butts. butts. <laughs> we're back ahead. on the butts. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, so speaking of drugs, right? Um, drugs? Yeah, drugs, man. Hey, did you, did you ever encounter or have you heard a story – about these terrorists, ISIS, Al Qaeda, the Taliban, or whatever, taking drugs and becoming super fighters. Okay, um, no, I have not. But I used to take. Am I? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on here. But um, let's just say that there were a couple of people that could get some uh, um, uh, Adderall uh, and before missions. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they would help you stay up for three days. Right. And so, yeah. But anyway, not saying I did or didn't. But anyway, anyway. Um, what's, yeah, no, you, you just, you said you did like three episodes ago. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> yeah, and you're out. You're free and clear. Right no, now. that was Ambien that made me go to sleep. Oh. oh. Big difference. Big that, difference. That, everybody knows now. Sorry. <laughs> big, big time difference. Man. One makes you go night night. One won't let you go night night, no matter how yeah. bad you want to. It's it's one chemical from meth. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know the one that makes you bite down on your fucking teeth and grind them and want to draw pictures all fucking night. Yeah, that one. That, that one is the one. That's that, the that, one. That makes... <laughs> oh my hey, god. Hey, hey, Derek. Do you uh since we're since we're talking about that, do you do the uh what are they called the toothpicks like the um. The toothpicks that are dipped in, uh, dipped in the substance that keep you up. Uh, the old no. truck drivers used to do them. No, man, I, 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 yeah, I know what you're talking about. I hear a lot of stories about that, like any, like all kinds of crazy methods, like dudes used to use. But no, man, now we just you don't really drive that much. Like at the most, eleven hours a day, so it's not really needed. Okay. That's actually good to know. But but yeah. it, it's still going oh. on because within the last year, I, there was a story out. Some guy got pulled over in Massachusetts 
All right, he he'd been driving straight from Oregon, which is pretty close to like three thousand miles straight. Okay, wow. and this dude was like on like three or four different hard drugs. Like he was <laughs> he was high in the moment, and he was high on a lot of different shit, like like the like like meth, and I don't even know what else, man. They they listed all these drugs. Like dude was so out of his mind. Like how he even made it. That's a scary thought, man. We he was super focused. Big ass fucking trucks, man, just floating down the highway past your kids and my kids. Wow. And those are swift drivers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You already know, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta watch out for old Swifty, man. Old Swifty. Swift drivers are dangerous. And them so, container drivers, they're, they're pretty bad too. So yeah. this is a bolo for anybody that's driving past a Swift truck right now. Just Swifty. flipping yeah. the bird. Yeah, well, well, or don't, because they might be high as fuck on meth right now. might swerve and get you on purpose. And just keep on going like it wasn't shit. <laughs> but, man, hey, so what's next on the fucking Stanley Steamer show? Nah, that's it, man. That, that's all my questions. You didn't have something about some females being in the fucking... Uh, selected service or some no, shit. No, that's no that. That was me, man. I wanted to ask y'all about that. Okay, so now if you haven't heard, um, they just put it into law. If there ever is another draft, all women in the United States will have be will have to Eligible. register. Yeah, they have to register in the uh, selected service. Hmm. So you're, they're el- yeah they're eligible for draft. Hmm. What is y'all's take on that? Mm. Do you agree or disagree with that? So, so uh, you know, you know where this stems from, right? And my wife, she she told me not to fucking answer any of these questions. She's like, "This is going to backfire on you so bad." But look, don't answer it. Don't answer it. Don't answer yeah, it. I'm gonna answer it anyways <clears throat> because I think it's true. You know, or whatever. You know, I, I like to speak my mind, but um, I think you know honestly. Uh, women's rights pushed way too far, you know, like they, they've pushed so far that now they're going to require not, not And, and look, I believe that there are a lot of women out there that are very capable of being in the, in the service, you know, Absolutely. But, but there are a lot of women that have no business there. And, and some of them are not afraid to admit that. And there's a lot of men that don't have any business there either. You know, there and and it kind of backfired on a lot of people in Vietnam where they just drafted everybody, and a lot of those men did not have any business being there. Uh, World War II, some of those guys didn't have any business being there, you know. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of you know heroes that came out of all this, but you know, if if you're if you're going to tell me that after World War II and after Vietnam, now we're going to allow women or or make women not allowed. I mean, I think they have the right, but going to make women, you know, sign up for selective service. I I don't know if that's, if that's actually necessary. Um, But to each his own, if they, you know, like I said, there's women that, that are going through selection. There's women that are going through that have passed the infantry, you know, and, and going into the Rangers and all these things. And there's plenty of women in the Marine Corps and, you know, there, I, I believe that there are women out there that are just as durable and as focused and even better than a lot of men um, in certain aspects. 
But do I do I agree that that they need to be forced to be in a selective service? No, I don't think that's that's fair to all women, you know. So I don't know. That's my take on that. What about you, Taylor? Oh, uh, <clears throat> okay. So I've got three girls, so it scares the shit out of me to be right. honest. Like you know, I've got two boys that are already signed up for selective service that already scared me too, you know, and. But then when you think about, you know, my girls, because look, listen, I'm not saying I don't want my kids to, to, to be there. I just don't want them to be forced to be there. None of them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hate that there's a draft period because like, I, I really believe that this country is that country that when they get called, they will join. And, and like, I feel like you don't even need to put women on that list. Like, like, I'm not saying that they're not as capable as men at many, many, many things in this world. You know what I mean? Like, it, including things inside the military. So believe me when I'm not saying that they're not equal to us. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I was raised in, in, in I'm old school and I apologize. I know that this it's an old tradition, but you hold the door for women. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you never hit a woman. And, you know, you always, you know, respect a woman. You know, when she says no, it means no time. You know, like a woman never has to do anything, right? And so, like, I hate that a woman has to do this because I feel like this is the worst thing. I feel like there's so many things inside my mind that I wish I could get to go away, and they won't. And I damn sure don't want my daughters to have that in their heads ever, ever. And, man, so I hate that. I hate that. I really do. And, listen, man, like, I I want uh, my – my girls, man, if they ever got called, I know, I know, two out of three of them at least would would answer the call. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I believe that the other one would go. Since my sisters are there, I'm coming with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's it's like I don't think they need to be drafted because they would go. Like, our country goes. Our country's that country that says, "Wait, you need me," even when we fucking hate each other. Like you, we could be pulling in front of each old. Like we could be acting like old folks, man. Just pulling in front of people for no goddamn fucking reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And people just be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. But man, then, then somebody fucks with our country, hurts one of us, of yeah. our own, knocks down our fucking towers, blows up our ships in Hawaii, whatever the fuck it is. You fucking bring us in, we fucking show up to that goddamn recruiting station in fucking full force. Like, goddamn it. Like, you don't need a draft. This is the U.S. fucking A. Make us do shit. We fucking do it because we know it's fucking right. Yeah, that's my stand. Um, I, I I completely disagree with it because I I feel like uh you kind of said that a little bit. Like it's our women. We need to we like our job is to protect our women. I and I I know both of you kind of tippy toed around that answer. I didn't really think about it like that, but you're right because there's this whole fucking movement that's like ready to jump on us if we say that women shouldn't be in the military. And I don't agree that women should not be in the military. I think they should if they want to be. But I don't, I don't I think it's wrong and it's I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's cowardly for them to to draft them into the military. That's our fucking job. Like we're the protectors. Like that's that's been our job since the beginning of time, right? Like you're the man, you're the leader of the family, you're you're the protector. That's that's what you do. Man. Um, and, and I don't I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna bow down to this whole bullshit. Like I believe in women's rights. 
So don't anybody ever try to come and, and try to pull that bullshit. We don't want to hear that bullshit about, oh, you're not for women, because that's bullshit. I don't give a, You can take that shit somewhere else. You know what I mean? I just don't believe that they should be drafted. But if you want to, and we've served with many women, I believe they have the right. And But I just don't agree yeah. with this decision. Yeah, because yeah. like 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 D Money saying right now, we we got sisters that we served with that more than earned my respect. You know what I mean? So like you could never t- like and 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 with, uh, on the whole tippy toe thing, Big Taylor never tippy toes. I smash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't ever hold back. Like I say I say what I think. You know what I mean? Like like real talk. I ain't holding nothing back. Like I I truly believe because I'm telling you, I've raised my daughters tough. And I've seen them and I've seen their their grit and their determination. And women are equal to us, man. I'm telling you, I'm not fucking playing with that. They are 100% equal. They want to fucking do something. They can fucking do something. They want to join. They can join. But like you guys are saying, I cannot stand behind making them be equal on that when it comes to getting drafted. I don't want them to be because I don't want them to be because I love them because they're my babies. They're my, my girls. Like, God, I, like, take me, like, draft me again and again and again and again, but don't make them go. Right. Yeah, right. I, mean, I mean, it's clearly from the whole, this whole weird movement that's going on, right? That's clearly what it is. This whole, like, we need to make everybody feel equal, but, you know, I, I don't agree with it, but whatever. Well, let me throw this out. Wait, 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 wait. You don't agree with people feeling equal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, okay. I'm glad you fucking clarified that. <laughs> Cause I would have got roasted for that one, but yeah, <laughs> no, I'm all about equality for okay, women. Good. I just like, so, I don't, so, I don't agree. I don't agree with the fucking women being drafted into the military. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what about this? So like Israel, they, for example, they require that each uh, citizen of their, their country at a certain age has to serve so many years. In the military. So instead of sending everybody to college like we do here, they send them into the military. And then after the military, then they get to do whatever they want. They have to do a certain amount of time. Now, do you agree that instead of doing a draft that we push through everybody for two years in a service as more of a, uh, I don't know, like a awakening or eye-opening to how real life is as much as i think that every single person in this country going into the military (laughs) as much as i think that would be a good thing for society (laughs) as right because for i mean i don't know if you guys know anybody that came out that we were in with i mean maybe like literally like less than one percent less than one of one one percent like were bad people like we all came like it was a good experience for the, for the most part you know what i mean yeah. like it and so I, I think it'd be good for a lot of people but at the same time no like i just it, again man like i just believe that it's our job as the man to protect right that's why women like they're more like educated and so, far more sophisticated you know when it comes to like mentally but physically our job is to just run off in the shit and, and go die for what we believe. That's just what we were made for, in my mind. Right. Not saying that they can't do it. They can do it if they want to. I just, just think we're... We, 
just saying we would rather we 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 just want the job of being able to stand in front and and absorb that so they don't have to. Well, that's what that's what the man should want in my mind. Right. right. Yeah, but right. we we would still be proud to stand side by side. Hey, as far as the Israel well, yeah. thing, hey, as far as the Israel two years thing, like uh, I'm I'm with the uh, on this one. Like I got to I got to say that freedom is what I stand for. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's almost like forcing. And it's like I do think that you're forcing them into a good thing. I feel like you're forcing them into something that would make them a you know, a better person and whatnot. But what makes us so great is the fact that you don't have to, and we still show up. When the yeah. bell rings, we get off the chair and go, another round, motherfucker, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need anybody to to, to, to push us in there and say, time to fight, time to fight, get in there. Like, we're like, hey, we came to fight. Like, that's why I got the mouthpiece. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come like, knocking on our door, expect, expect everybody to stand up because it's going to happen. Right, yeah. right, dude. You got West by God, fucking Virginia, for the love of fucking God. Yeah. Those motherfuckers are going to show up in full force because they ain't got shit else to do. And hey, then you got everybody. Cute- everybody loves it. Everybody loves to have a hillbilly on their squad. I can tell you that right now. That's the fucking pit bull. I'm telling you, a hillbilly <laughs> is the pit bull. That like, hey, that motherfucker. He might. He might not be the biggest son of a bitch you ever seen. Sometimes he might be. He might be one of them big ass fucking pit bulls. But when that motherfucker shows up, shit's about to fucking happen, man. He's gonna start biting shit. I, I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I completely 100% agree with that because halfway through the deployment, <clears throat> I was given a hillbilly for an RTO. I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> but, okay. but, come on now. But dad gum, he <laughs> he was Tennessee though. He was a Tennessee hillbilly. He was Tennessee man. I, I gotta love the man anyways. But damn, he got him on. Oh man, hey, I ain't gonna say he got on my nerves. He just called me a lot of fucking hell. Let's just say hey, that. Does right? it rhyme with with my JG? Yes, it does. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> hey, shout shout out to him. Just I hope he's doing well. I do too, yeah. man. I hope they all are, man. Real yeah. talk, I really do. And, hey man, anybody hey, anybody heard from uh, anybody heard from Jason Cart lately? Talk I, about I'm talk not. about a West Virginia boy. He was Charlie Company Fister. Um, I think last I heard he was down in Florida as a recruiter or something like that. But that dude, that dude, much respect to him. He was he was put through hell's fire over there and he stepped up. So that's another West Virginia boy. Give him some praise. Hey, what about your boy Ryan Todd? You remember him? Yeah. South hey, Carolina. Where the, fuck, where the fuck is he at? He's fucking hiding in South Carolina. <laughs> hey, I'm I- gonna tell you straight up. That motherfucker, when I got out of the hospital after getting all fucked up from the fucking lung situation and shit, and I had to come back home, and um, my 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 landlord had done locked my fucking door and held the fucking key and shit because like I had been gone a couple months, you know what I mean, in the hospital and couldn't get back in my house. I needed a place to stay. Your boy Ryan Todd let me come fucking sleep on the fucking couch, man. Let me stay there a couple fucking days. Actually. You was on the couch too. Yeah, yeah. I was right. on the couch. That was too, there. We, we couch brothers, man. Hey, we are. Hey, did he have that little? Did he have that little uh, wiener dog back then? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, big shout out to Ryan Todd, man. Like real talk, that was my boy. We went. We both kind of went through some shit when we got back home, man, and we kind of fell apart and kind of lost ways, and that's why we lost touch. And I really, 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 really wish I could go back in time and. And just stay his friend that whole fucking time because 
He was such a good dude, and I hope he's doing all right. So if you're listening out there, Ryan Todd, even though you're a fucking fister and who the fuck likes them, I fucking miss you and, and hope everything's doing good. Amen on that. Yeah. But, hey, guys, we got anything else we want to talk about before we fucking wrap this shit up? Um, yeah, I want to say one more thing since since we got Stan on here. Yeah, um, go ahead. I just want everybody to know, man, that – Wait, wait, wait! Are you about to fucking come out of the closet right now on this show? No, no, no! I would announce that, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like just come out of the blue. Like that'd be a big announcement. You, I want you to know that I support you no matter what. Because look, listen, it's D Money and Big Taylor till the end. I love you, brother. No matter what, go ahead, go ahead. I hope this goes the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just just real quick wanted everybody to know that you know uh, when we're overseas, every once in a while, you know, we roll and all this shit. But I just want everybody to know that. He'll never admit it, but I used to roll his ass up. So, <laughs> wait, wait, you used to like fuck him up like in wrestling and shit? Just to fuck him up, man. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> man, hey, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you are from Tennessee. It's not really that fair. I know, but, right? I mean, the West Virginians, man, they just, they say they know how to fight. They just, hey, know. wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you've you been over there with Taylor smoking that black. Man, oh, I love it, man! I love this group. Hey, man. hey, do you remember? Uh, you remember when Vice and Lieutenant Irwin rolled into the tent? Yeah, tent, and we, I, our whole our whole Fister team just rolled them up, smoked them. I mean, smoked them. Like big time, dude. They they come through the tent. I think I spear tackled Vice out of the tent, and then three of them jumped on the LT, just wrestling them. You know, oh man, that was that was fun. <laughs> hey, LT was like a mini Hulk. That dude, yeah, I could see his face, man. He's got three dudes. He's just trying to like Hulk out, like this arm bar. And he's getting rid of the choke. <laughs> he's like Hulk out of it. Oh man. It was good. Oh, <laughs> they, they didn't know what to do, man. They, they didn't know what to like put us at fucking parade rest or just keep rolling. You just got to keep going with it, oh, right? Yeah, we we committed. We're all like, hey, we might lose rank over this, but it is worth it, <laughs> man. But I want, like, I want to know, like, if we could ask them now, like, what? Like, they what were... Yeah, what were you thinking? Like, were you thinking, like, damn, our fucking soldiers are gonna kill us right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you know, Irwin was there with me uh, that night with Foster. Yeah, yeah, he was. I remember yeah. that. Could y'all hear him on the radio? Uh, I don't remember that. There was a lot going on. Man. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think I can recall hearing hearing some. Yes, I I, I think I remember that. Yeah. Uh, what a fucking crazy night, man! I owe a lot of my life still to him, man. If he wouldn't have got us fucking air support in there, we didn't we didn't come out that night. We didn't come out. Yeah, I don't I don't remember him on the radio. I just. <laughs> I seen twenty two Mike Mike and that was it. Yeah, yeah. fuck y'all. Y'all must have been really fucking close because it felt close for me. Yeah, dude, I could I could feel it in my belly when the fucking when they would hit when those shells would hit the ground. I could like one it would light the sky up like I could see everybody dying like all the other dudes. I could see them like getting killed. I could watch it because it was bright. Like he was lighting them up, just da, 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 da. like he was just, and they were trying. Oh, man, I mean, I don't want to get too graphic because I try to keep this a funny show. But man, I watched these motherfuckers get lit the motherfucker up, and I listened to them fucking scream for their fucking lives, and it felt fucking good because I just 
listen to fucking Foster fucking scream for his, or not scream, he didn't scream. He wasn't a goddamn bitch. I fucking listened to him take his last fucking breath, though, and where he tried to fucking fight like the goddamn paratrooper fucking ranger that he fucking was. And I fucking watched Hammer fucking destroy those goddamn cocksuckers that fucking caused that shit. And I fucking loved it. And I fucking loved every fucking second of it because I knew that we were going to win because I thought we were going to lose because they were they were they had us outnumbered. And man, I was running out of fucking rounds, man. And I was thinking, God damn it, it's over. It's fucking over. I'm never going to see my kids again. It's fucking over. And then Hammer came because Irwin fucking got Hammer there. And I know we had trouble getting him there because we were all lost. It was fucked up. It was a whole shit show of shit. And man, fucking hammer came and he dropped them fucking shits and fucking like I could it was so close because dude they my lieutenant Cochran because Irwin told Cochran pop your fuck tell him to pop his fucking IRs so I popped all the fucking IR tags that I had on my goddamn uniform and helmet and so the hammer wouldn't fucking drop them on me man he knew where I was and he got close but he got far enough away to keep me safe and he fucking lit them the motherfucker up and I could feel it in my belly rumbling. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. God bless Hammer, man. Yeah. That, Rest that, in peace, Foster. Yeah. yeah. Dude, man. Like, uh, so when all that was happening, I was on I was on a Chinook and they ended up dropping us off in the wrong location. So we were seven clicks out from where we we're supposed to be. And they said, uh, as soon as you touch down, expect RPGs, this heavy contact. Yeah. Because you all just you all just went through it, you know. Yeah. So they dropped us off in the wrong spot. So we got off the bird, bird come back that had offloaded somebody else. We loaded up and they flew us in to the right location, which then at that point everybody's on high alert because of what happened to you all. So I I can't even remember, you know, that that was such a hectic night that, you know, the the any more details than that is it just slips my mind at the moment. But I know that that was a uh, that was a night that nobody will ever forget. So I I can't I can't like it's Taylor don't know. I smoke I smoke weed. I just it's not because I want to get high. I didn't smoke weed before the military. I smoked weed a couple times before the military. I didn't, I didn't even smoke it really after until a while after I was trying to find something other than them fucking pills that the VA was giving me uh-huh. just to fucking help me fucking forget about that goddamn night for a few minutes, just a few minutes, man. Like it's still fucking just like right now. I'm like, ah, flashbacks, like, fuck, like God, like I'm there. Like I'm right now. I'm fucking there. Like I can't get back. Fuck. Fuck. I was at a, uh, I was at a party, um, last year and it was just all these random people, man. Uh, it's two years ago. We're living in an apartment complex waiting for them to build a house. And, uh, one of our friends came up and said, Hey, this is so-and-so, you know, my buddy, he's from out of town or whatever. And, uh, he said, I can't remember the dude's name. And, uh, somebody is like, Oh yeah. You know, he was, he was with so-and-so or whatever in the Air Force or what. I was like, oh, yeah, what'd you do? He's like, oh, I was a AC-130 gunner. I was like, what? Nice. I was like, I was like, you are you fucking Hammer? He's like, <laughs> I'm like, Hammer? He's like, 
I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, man, that was our fucking like the call sign in Iraq. He's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, it's fucking crazy. Like, because I never met one of those guys. You know yeah. what I mean? But you know, obviously, we we talked to them so many times, and just every night they're just roaming around. But uh, yeah, man, hats off to those guys. Yeah, God bless Hammer, man. For real, dude. Him and the Apaches. Saved my goddamn life. Those Apaches, man, they were all – whenever they'd come on, all those cocksuckers would take off running. They didn't want no part of the Apaches, man. No, sir. We, we, were, just, we were just talking about – when we had Boston on. Um, do you listen to the episode last week when we had I, Boston? I did, yeah. You, you remember, Yeah. Do you remember the first time we got contact? Because you were there too, obviously, because you're the one who took over the Apaches and and ended up killing those dudes in a bongo truck. Yeah, so – <clears throat> leading up to leading up to that so we're walking dude it was like the death march right so we were going from one village to the next and this village was way the fuck far away and they're like all right well you guys because the night before i had to shoot off i don't know the whatever army base was closest they had a stockpile of illumination so i had to shoot off all night i was shooting the loom rounds all fucking night so the loom was popping, nothing going on, right? So the next day, they're like, hey, we're going to go from this village to the next one, but we're rucking there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so here we are walking, and during the walk, these these assholes start shooting at us, right? And, I, and I'm not exactly sure if they were shooting at us or they were shooting at the uh, – I can't remember. What platoon was O'Keefe in? Do you remember? I do remember. Uh... No, I don't. Well, anyway, so we're sitting here walking, and these assholes are shooting at us. And O'Keefe's on the radio, because I'm standing up, giving these motherfuckers both of my birds, man. I'm flipping both of them. I've got them both in the air, and I'm like, because I'm wore out, man. I'm like, if you're going to fucking take me, take me now, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you guys can't get the fucking broadside of a bar, and I'm flipping them off. I'm so pissed. He's like, take a knee, take a knee. <laughs> Fuck these guys. So anyways, we get up to the top. Uh, we get to the building that and we cleared or whatever. And we end up locating these guys. They start shooting at the at the house that we're at. And I remember Garcia, he's sitting there with me. And uh, I, I spot these guys. And they run off and they get in this bongo truck. And I'm like, Garcia. I'm like, that's them. And he's like, yeah, it is them. And I'm like, and, you know, I want to, before before I, I pull the trigger on something, I want to be 100% sure that I am eliminating the right person, you know, and, and I, I confirm with him, we both, we both had the warm and fuzzy. I mean, I saw him get in the truck, but I wanted to just be, I just want to make sure. So, um, we confirm, I send up LT's initials and I get Apaches on station. You know, these guys come in, fucking mow this bongo truck down, man. And, from the stories I heard, cause I didn't do the death March over to the bongo truck. Right. So Makita and them went over there and, uh, whenever they get there, the stories I heard, these guys are just hanging out the windows, bullet holes all through this thing from the Apaches. And they go over there to try to give them first aid, whatever bird comes in, picks these guys up. Cause we're nice, you know, Americans. And whenever we hurt somebody, we, put them on a freaking medevac helicopter and send them out of here. That's not, we don't get the same treatment, but whatever. 
um, send these guys out, they die on, on the way there or whatever. So, yeah, that mission had two death marches, <laughs> two long-ass marches, one from one village to the next, and then those poor guys that had to go over there and, you know, collect the information out of uh, out of this Apache attack that, that happened. But, yeah, man, praise the Apaches. Uh, sorry to those guys for making them walk so far. I should have. <laughs> I should, should have had the Apaches make them turn around and come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, had the Apache just kind of get in their face and make them, like, go the other way? Yeah. Like, I remember being on rooftops and watching them Apaches, like, they would come over and just, like, like to say hi to us. They would just, like, pull up in front of us and, like, wave. And, like, everything on the rooftop would be flying everywhere. We'd be like, hi! Then, <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'll, dude, my next-door neighbor that I just moved away from in Tennessee, my my boy, fucking I don't I don't know if he'd want me to say his name on here, but it it rhymes with Everett. But uh um anyway so anyway my my boy Mark uh he was an Apache pilot he was in for twenty one fucking years and he he was enlisted he was a combat diver made his way up to E six and uh, became a fucking warrant officer and went up to uh, warrant officer three man fucking flying Apaches. In and out of fucking Iraq, back and forth, left and right, and so he was—he was one of our dudes, man. I don't know if he was one of our dudes when we were doing shit, but he was one of the dudes that motherfuckers had on radio where he was scaring motherfuckers. But man, big shout out to my old neighbor Mark, man. I hope you're doing yeah, good, brother. Shout out to him for sure. Man, those, yeah. had, those the headgear they had was amazing. The technology for those guys to look left and right, and the gun in the front would look left and right with them. Oh. Dude, like, that was like 15 years ago. Imagine what they got now. Oh, no, man. man. They probably just point their finger and it just shoots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just think. They're like, I'd like to shoot that guy. But, oh, shit, it's done. Fuck. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. I didn't Not mind reading the AI. <laughs> <laughs> man, dude, hey, look, I think it's about time to wrap it up because people don't listen too much longer after a fucking hour. So we apologize for fucking getting deep and fucking dirty and fucking dark and hell we gotta fucking drag some shit out of fucking d-money fucking next week unless you feel like just fucking talk about it now what do you feel like doing what do you want to do i mean let, let's let's take it to next week it's been an hour so i like i don't think we need to take it past an hour okay hey we'll figure out why the fuck d-money fucking honks at fucking four-wheel fucking vehicles and flip them off every fucking <laughs> interstate that he comes on because he's been through some shit and he's going to fucking talk about it next week. Get out of my way! <laughs> All right. This has been another episode of the Best Rocket Podcast, baby. With your host, D-Money. And Big Taylor, along with your special guest, Stanley. The Steamer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Shut up again. Great fucking episode. I'm telling you, man. I... I Maybe, 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 maybe we can do this every fucking week, man, with Stanley, dude, because he's the motherfucking man. Hey, man I, I love I having him here. What did he say? I don't even know what the fuck he said. I said I appreciate y'all having me on. Fuck yeah, dude. Love hey. having you on, man. Love being dude, here, man. Whether you live in Ohio or not, man, look, we'll see you next fucking time. We love y'all. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Later. Later. <laughs>